Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find this podcast almost everywhere you can find podcasts. TendingToTheFan.com, Radio.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Omni. And then social media pages, Instagram.com slash Beers on Us. Send us DMs. My personal page is at Mike Lynch 27 And the return of Patrick Harris. Da-da-da-da! I'll be back. I'll be back. But you're already here, though. All right. You are back. I just like Michael Scott. <laughs> well, who, who doesn't? Come on. Um, I'll be back. You can find him on Instagram <laughs> at pdiddy085, and you can see all of the pictures he took of nature and the cabins that he stayed on his sabbatical throughout the Northwest. Yes. Idaho, Montana, Spokane, Leavenworth, Seattle, San Juan's, Forks, Port, Port Angeles. Angeles. Almost in that order, too. I know. I keep forgetting Port Angeles because I I don't know. What is Port Angeles? I don't even know. Well, it's the gateway to Canada, which is why it's closed. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. There's a great ferry that takes you from Port Angeles to, to Victoria, right? To Victoria. Yeah, it's fantastic. You can see Canada. Victoria's great. Yeah, I, I, was, I wish I could have gone. There's also a ferry from Seattle that goes there. I well. really wish I could have taken that one, too. Um, that one's very nice, but also very expensive. Anyway, uh, so he is back. And our podcast today is going to be called Patrick's Week in Beer, because we do our week in beer, and uh, but the whole episode is about his week in beer, or his two weeks in beer. Sure. So we'll call it Patrick's I like Week it. in Beer. Yeah. Um, let's talk about my week in beer briefly. Love it. And then we'll get to the episode itself, talking about your week in beer. We are drinking a beer right now, slowly. We'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, my week in beer, I, I, I did something that I wasn't expecting myself to do. I tried a brewery that I had sworn off years ago. I went down to Bend with my ex-wife, and we did a trip where we walked, and we did all the breweries in the city basically in one day, except for Worthy, which is further. Mm. It wasn't really a walking distance. We went to this brewery, and it was, to me, by far the worst brewery we went to on that day. Yikes. So because of that, I've been, like, vampire, like, holding up, like, my ex ex arms to block forever. I went to Market of Choice. I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, Nope. But something caught my eye about the can, mm-hmm. and I looked at it. It was called Lots of Hops <clears> Number <throat> One. I love when breweries do these series. Like I get really into like trying to get try all the series. Like I love the Son and Grown from Bale Breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I turned the can to read about it, and what did it say? OBA Small Brewery of the Year. And I went, 
Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I, for, I forgot that they won that. And so I looked looked at the can, and it was like, this is our new West Coast IPA series. I was like, well, I like West Coast IPAs. This brewery is immersion brewing. Um, I, I had such a bad experience there that I just never wanted to drink it again. And you know, I said, you know what? Small brewery of the year. Those people know what they're talking about. Let me give it another go. Maybe I still won't like it. I don't know. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I was very surprised because I went in with the lowest possible expectations. And uh, it surprised me. So, hey, immersion, bravo. You know, that's a, that's a good thing because that's happened to me before. I mean, I remember the first time I had Freem beer. I was like, this beer is not good. This beer is not good at all. And I went years and years without drinking Freem. And then somebody was like, oh, have you ever had Freem? And I was like, yeah, that beer is garbage. And... They were somebody who I trusted in their like palate and beer. This is probably four or five years ago. They looked at me and they were like, you should probably go back to that. And I went back to it and was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I really love this. <laughs> so it's it's funny. Like I, That's why it's kind of fun to check back in on some breweries after a little bit of time because you never know. They could get better. Some get worse. Yep. Um, it's just kind a lot of a can change shit. in five years. A lot can change. You don't know who's still working there, who's not working there anymore. Who's new? Right. Um, so I had that. It was enjoyable. I had the hauntingly pale ale from Block Fifteen called Story of the Ghost. I didn't realize it was almost nine percent when I bought it. Yep. Uh, it did knock me on my ass a little bit after having it. Yep. But I actually enjoyed it quite a bit. They do that beer every single year. I think it's a fish reference. Like the band fish. Like the band. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I know nothing about them. So uh, I know you know something about. Them. I know a little bit about. Well, you're that a jam band. band guy. I am a jam band guy, but fish is a fish is its own thing. I also had a style that we've had once on the podcast, and uh, I went into it with a completely different mindset. I had Heater Allen's Stick A or Sticky. Oh yeah, beer, yeah. Which we had from uh, Trapdoor on the podcast that we. I don't think it's on the shelf as you look over there. But um, pre-COVID days, huh? it was pre-COVID days. We were very like we weren't enthused with the beer because we were expecting an alt beer and it's not. Yeah. Uh, so I went in and going, okay, this is not an alt beer. It's a sticky, and uh, it was quite good. Plus, Heater Allen. Heater Allen makes good doesn't beer. make bad beer really. Yeah. So uh, that was my week of beer. I also bought uh, Sierra Nevada, not pale ale. Whoa! I brought their Celebration Fresh Hop Ale, which I saw. It looks fresh on the shelf, so I got that. And I still have some Jubal Ale and some Bad Santa in the fridge. Jubal Ale, like always, very right. good. Enjoyable. Don't they make red chair this time of year too? I don't know. I usually like that beer, but I think that might come out more like in February. Okay. I think. Uh, I could be very wrong about that. Correct us. Instagram.com slash beers on us. We like the interaction. Uh, all right. So on the podcast today, the topic of the week as Patrick spreads COVID into this room. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I had something in my throat. Um, it was not COVID. It was just <laughs> something in my throat. Mm. The other thing that would be in your throat. Uh, your week in beer was many places and many states and many adventures. And uh, do you want to go chronological order or do you want to go in order of best to worst or what are you what are you thinking? I'll probably go chronological because I'll remember it easier. Okay. So let's begin in Utah. Last night I was at the uh <laughs> last night. <laughs> last night I was at the uh Grains of Wrath uh opening soft opening like media friends and family thing. Uh, their new spot on North Williams. I posted on Instagram about it. A uh, really cool spot. And I ran into friend of the podcast, Brian Cook, owner of Lombard House. Great guy. And Charles was there as well. Uh, so it was nice to kind of BS. Friend of the podcast who I haven't met yet because you brought him <laughs> in when I was away. Uh, and Charles, Charles Culp was there. So it was good to see him as well because I haven't seen him probably since the whole pandemic started. Uh, and 
Brian turns to me and he goes, so Patrick, tell me about your week in beer. <laughs> so Brian, this next however long is for you, buddy. Well, and for everybody else. Sure, and for everybody else. But it wasn't he cast. I, was I, like, I like that he's like, you know, that's part yeah. of the podcast. He's like, how was your week in beer? And I was like, oh, man, I don't know where to start, dude. <laughs> so you just didn't talk? <laughs> just listen to the podcast tomorrow. Oh, man, dude, that's a, oh, man, that's a tough question. Get up, walk away. <laughs> uh, is um, Patrick okay? <laughs> you like yell across the room, listen to tomorrow's podcast. So, so everything started in Idaho, and I took a lot of beer with me to begin because I knew where I was going in Idaho wasn't going to have a lot of uh, access to craft breweries. I'm kind of, I'm really out in the middle of nowhere where I went to Idaho more so than any other place that I'd been. So I knew that was going to be a little bit of a challenge. <clears throat> so I took a bunch of local stuff, I took some Barrelick stuff out there, took some Breakside stuff out there, had some Crowlers Drink. and some fun stuff like that and then was all good to go. I realized one night that I really needed to watch a baseball game. Yeah, you really did not plan this trip well, no. considering you were out during the World Series. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, both LCSs and the World Series, so yeah. that was uh, shame on me for my bad on that. Uh, so I wanted to go watch a baseball game, so I found this lodge literally in the middle of nowhere, and they had the baseball game on, but it was like... The format on the TV was all messed up, so you couldn't see the score. Oh, like it was cut off? Yeah, it was like cut <laughs> off. You couldn't see the score or the inning. <laughs> so I had no idea what was going on in the game, and there was no volume, but I was watching Kershaw, and I was like, okay. There you go. It wasn't the World Series. They were still playing the Braves. Um, anyway, and I ordered a – they had an Oktoberfest on from Byron, which okay. is a brewery in Montana, okay. a, a lager brewery in Montana. And I got really excited, and I sent you this picture of it. This thing was almost jet black, yeah. and I was like, oh, dang, what did I do? Did you pour <laughs> me the right beer? Because I saw that they also had a scotch ale on draft as well okay. that we will get into later. Yeah, that's a little tease. <laughs> and uh, and so I was like, oh, God, did she pour me a scotch ale on accident? And I tasted it, and sure enough, it tasted like a like an Oktoberfest, kind of. Did it really? Kind of. It tasted. It did not look like one. Yeah, when you think Oktoberfest, I think of like amber and golden yeah. and jet black. And it was. You well, said it, wasn't, it wasn't jet black, but it was damn close. Like I mean, it yeah. looked like a robust stout. Dark brown dark brown. Yeah. Uh it was okay. So I was like, ooh, I gotta get a bunch of stuff back in the cabin. <laughs> uh that that uh that supply depleted quickly. Mm. Um but what then but then I left Idaho and I got to Missoula. And Missoula's a, a, a budding beer scene there. And so I tried to stop at a bunch of places. I did stop at Byron because okay. I wanted to drink some lagers. Uh, and everything I had on draft was great. I even did a little taster flight and tasted everything on there. They had like a black Hefeweizen that I thought was really cool. That's interesting. The bartender was like, that's my favorite beer. And I was like, just purely judging him. <laughs> I was like, your favorite beer is a black Hefeweizen. You're a loser. And then you tried it. And then I tried it. And I was like, oh, this isn't bad. It was not my favorite. The Hellas and the Pilsner were the best. Good. But uh, I tasted it. I was like, oh, okay. This isn't so bad. <laughs> nice job, kid. I still think you're an idiot. You've got a future, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I kind of danced around. Well, I did go to this place. Um, oh, man. I can't think of what it's called. It starts with a T. But I just stopped in because the Google Maps told me to go there, and I stopped in, and I had a pint, and then woof. Oh. I was like, this is not going well. Okay. Um, but I stopped at a place called Imagine Nation. Corny. Cool. Yeah. 
Uh, apparently, they are one of the better breweries in town, but their taproom was closed. They just had to-go beer. Okay. So I bought some to-go beer. I gave you the stout. And I oh, have, that's the one that that's, you gave me? Yep, okay. I gave you the stout, and I have uh, some others at home that I have yet to try. Okay. Because I was so scared that I just kept drinking Wanderlust and punk rock time <laughs> and Vienna lager. You were you like, please don't hurt me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and where else did I bounce around? Then I went to some other places. I stopped at uh, Kettle Works. Kettle House. Kettle House, thank you, which is what we are currently drinking right now. Yes, we are drinking the Kettle House Northwest India Pale Ale. That is the name of it. There is no name. It's just the Northwest India Pale Ale. Um, doesn't have any description. Oh, no. Juicy, citrusy, dry hopped. That's the description. You're like, that sounds like, you know, an yeah. IPA. <laughs> uh, we've had about a couple of sips of this each. What are you thinking? It it, it, it tastes old. It's, we oxi- realize it's that, oxidized. Well, I don't know how oxidized is it. I, I don't actually don't know if it's oxidized. I, I taste a little of the cardboard. Do you? Because I just, I just think it is just kind of flabby. Uh, it was canned on September 3rd. That's not great. And that is, at this point, basically two months ago. And I bought this beer at the brewery. Yeah. When I was at the brewery. Oh, a week and a half ago. Yeah. So it was about six to seven weeks old when you bought it. Yeah, and I stopped in and watched the rest of the baseball game, and the bartender was really, really nice. There was a lot of baseball watched and listened to on this trip. Well, of it's course. Like everything's like, well, I had to go this far away. Just to watch baseball. Just to watch baseball. Um, and so I, the reason I stopped at this place was because it, people kept saying, yeah, 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 you know, Kettle Works, Kettle House, whatever. I can't even say the name of it. Yeah, 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 this is the place you got to go. But I noticed at the little, there's a tiny little store at a log cabin I stayed at in Idaho that had Kettle House beer. Mm. Then I stopped at a gas station in Lolo Pass, and I always just kind of take a peek at the beer section just to just to see, mm-hmm. see, if, see how far some of the stuff we get goes, and I see that same Kettle House beer. Then I get to Missoula, and I go into a store, and I see that same Kettle House beer. So it was like, all right, I got to go to Kettle House. Yeah. So I bought this variety pack because in it has what I've learned to find out is the most popular beer in the state of Montana. And I brought it in for beer of the week. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. Okay. I think we're both a little terrified. Uh, I am definitely terrified. I've liked this style in the past, but I have not had this style in many a moon. Uh, so, I don't like this style. I'm just going to say it. It's high ABV, it's malt forward, and it's just not a well, thing. We'll talk about it, but you, you, you brought it up a little bit in the podcast last mm-hmm. week, but if you didn't hear it... We'll talk about your conversation finding out that this was the most popular beer style in Montana. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this beer, it's old. It, it Yeah, it just tastes kind of old. Yeah. <clears throat> a little, little oxidized to me. I get a little bit of the cardboard in there. I'm starting to find that. I've learned that flavor of my palate, and I get really depressed when I, when I find it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it, was pretty, it was pretty eye-opening when I learned that one, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so that's le- Montana. So no, we leave Missoula, and uh, we go up to Kalispell and Whitefish. Because I want to go up to Glacier. The land of the KKK. I want to go up to Glacier. And um, so I stopped at this little place called Bonsai Brewing. Um, and I had their barrel-aged, they had a barrel-aged Baltic Porter, I think it was. And you had that? I had that. Well, they only had four beers on. They were closing the next day. Like permanently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not permanently, but like for the winter. They were oh. like, yeah, we're just pouring whatever we got. Oh, okay. And I had a hazy IPA from them that I did not enjoy. Um, but I liked the barrel aged beer a lot. That's cool. They served it to me in a pint glass. <laughs> so okay. I was like, okay. You're going to get a lot, a lot of barrel aged okay. action going on there. Okay. And then I danced around Kalispell a little bit and I went to Kalispell Brewing Company and I went to this other place called Bias Brewing and I went to another spot. 
oh no, what was that called? It starts with an S in Kalispell. And you know what? For the most part... I am of no help when you ask uh, the question. Yeah, I know. And I'm not going to figure it out even if I think about it. And you know what? For the most part, a lot of the beer that I had wasn't bad. It wasn't like god-awful. The first beer I had was in Missoula was god-awful. Um, that probably set you like you're like, oh no. Yeah, I was like, what have I done? Um, but you know, I was at Kalispell Brewing and I thought that they had a few beers that were pretty solid. I had one beer at Bias. I thought that was pretty good. Um, I mean, my my standards have been lowered, so I, I think I'm being a little nice when I say that they were pretty good. But the thing, but this is what I took away from my time in Montana, is outside of Bayern, I am like desperately looking for lagers because that's what we drink. Because here you're now. a crispy boy, we drink West Coast IPAs and and German lagers. Like that's what we do now. Mm-hmm. And so I was hoping to find some, you know, crispies out there. Nobody makes lagers except for Bayern. Except for Bayern. But that's because they're a German brewery. And what was what I thought was really interesting was I was at this brewery and I asked the bartender, you know, I, I, I mentioned this last week, you know, I asked him how come, you know, people don't make lagers. He said tank space. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But what I thought was interesting was Kalispell Brewing made a Pilsner. Okay. It was uh, Two Ski Brew Ski is what it's called. I Pretty cool up, name. I, I like ended that. up buying a six pack. I like that name. I ended up buying a six pack because I couldn't find any loggers anywhere right and i was like and i had one i was like you know what this isn't bad i'm gonna take this and everywhere i every person i talked to was like yeah nobody makes loggers kalispell brewing company makes that that two ski brewski pilsner and it's kind of meh and i was like what did you just say to me <laughs> would you call my mama because i like thought it was okay yeah i didn't love it but i didn't hate it by any means i bought a six pack so, i didn't need beer and i bought a six pack so of their it. palates are just so different than ours for what they expect yeah, right? I if mean, they, it wasn't the best pilsner in the world, but I didn't get, I didn't get, I didn't get cream corn. I didn't get green apple. I didn't get, you know, a seal of had a DMS. I didn't get diacetyl. I didn't get really off flavors. Okay, and it just blew my mind that everybody was like, you know, Kalispell makes one, but it's pretty meh. And I was like, what do you guys all have against Kalispell Brewing? Like, like they're all fighting with each other or something. <laughs> anyway, so Montana was. Montana was strange. Montana was Montana. Montana was Montana. All right. I mean, I, I I guess I would say that based on my expectations, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm always cautiously optimistic. You know, I'm like, you can do it, guys. I believe in you. I have had enough experiences leaving this state and trying beer where I've been like, you guys think this is really good? I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I, mean, like, it, I, I can drink it, yeah. yeah but I mean, it's, it's okay. I remember when I went to Minnesota and like I, I was there with people and they were like super excited. Minnesota is the best craft beer place in the country. And I was like. First of all, wrong. Stop. Uh, it may be growing. And they were like, no, 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 it is. And I was like, look it up. And they were like, oh, okay, Oregon's number one. And I was like, that's right. <laughs> um, but I remember going to Surly, right, which is really well known out of Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen their beer here, too. It's fine. It's good. But it wasn't blow me away good. Like right. with our best breweries here, it's everything just blows you away, right? Right. So it's. I think it's just I've had enough experiences where it's like, the, the palates are so different because you've been drinking Miller Coors and AB InBev and, you know, then you get that, whatever brewery, you know, Kalispell, and you're like, oh, okay, but this is what we like. Like, it's well, better. That's what makes me wonder, like, every I, I think where, where a lot of Montana is right now, at least in the places I went, especially Kalispell, Whitefish uh, area, is I think... When they want craft beer, they want 
an IPA, an amber, a stout. If they want a lager, they drink Coors Light. Right. Like they that that craft lager has just not reached it yet. Right. It might never reach it too. Right. You know? It might never. Okay. So then you went to your hometown, your birth town. My 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 town of birth. Your hometown is Vancouver, but your birth town is Spokane. Yes. Um. I was born in Spokane. I lived there till I was eleven, and I grew up in Vancouver. I guess that kind of makes that more your hometown then. Yeah, I don't know, though. More, more of my conscious life. You claim Vancouver. I claim Vancouver. Yeah. Most of my conscious life were like where I really grew up, where I evolved into a, a, a man, as one would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- was in Vancouver. But I was and born in Spokane. you were high all the time and, and just unconscious <laughs> when you were in Spokane? Uh, but I was born in Spokane. I still got some some family that lives up there. and uh, So I stopped in. I was only going to be there for a day, but I ended up being there for two days and I did a little brewery hopping because I know, you know, a couple things about it that uh, it's a budding scene. And so was Missoula, though. And so was Missoula. So I was like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> How much Wanderlust do I got left? <laughs> uh, and uh, Victor, friend of the show, had also given me some advice on places to go as well in Spokane. In Spokane. Uh, I danced around, I went to Perry Street. Trying to chase that gold medal IPA that they had. They did not have it on tap. I was a couple days early, so that was a little disappointed. That is but upsetting. the beer I had there was solid. Went to No Lie, the big boy in town. Mm-hmm. Figured I should check that out. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. It was good. It was really slow. The service, service was good, but you could tell that they were kind of just like, they're used to being really busy, and because of COVID, they're not. And so that was tough. But the woman who was my bartender, she gave me a list of places to go, which pretty much coincided with what I had already heard. Okay. Um, I stopped at, per Victor's suggestion, I stopped at uh, uh, a Whistle Punk, which was definitely one of the best breweries in town. I picked up some Hellas from them, so I thought that was really good. I didn't really care for a lot of their hoppy stuff, but they had an English-style IPA that I enjoyed. Um, And then there was my favorite brewery that I ran into there, uh, was Iron Goat. I really enjoyed that across the board. I taste, love the name. Yeah, I tasted a bunch of different stuff from them: lagers, hoppy beers, and I even went home with a barrel aged sour with fruit. Um, I really enjoyed that spot, and I remember walking away from Spokane going, "Not bad, not bad." That's cool. Yeah. And then I went to You're Le- learning, young Padawan. Yeah. You're learning. And then I went to Leavenworth and drank oxidized beer all weekend. <laughs> you did? <laughs> yeah, dude. All that all that German beer up there is all oh, so old and that's true. Like tra- traveled across the Atlantic and you know, it's just been like sitting warm for a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've always wanted to go to Leavenworth. It looks really cool. It's awesome. It was a really cool spot. I went to high school brewing, <clears throat> which uh I ended up buying a six pack of their pale ale to drink in the hotel. It was fine. It wasn't anything crazy, but it was it was fine. Um, but I did have a Freem Pilsner at uh, at this tap house. I rolled in and they had Freem Pilsner, and I was like, "I'll have one of those Freem Pilsners." The guy was like, "You got it, man. This is my favorite beer on draft." And I was like, looking at the rest of the board, and I was like, "No S, Sherlock." <laughs> I was like, "Look at this other crap you're drinking." And I sat there and drank a Freem Pilsner, and I was like, "This is delicious." After seven days of like. <laughs> Oh, this oh, is fine. God. Oh, yes. God. I'm just trying to make my way through. Just wanting a Pilsner. Yep. Of just a light lager. Because I brought I brought some you and me Vienna because I from, from Bear Lake because I love Vienna. And I brought the, that fresh hop ESB from them as well because I love that style and that beer from them. And some IPA. But I didn't really bring enough light lager. So having that frame Pilsner seven days into my trip was just... 
I definitely kind of had a, a moment of breath. Mm -hmm. You just kind of went. You were free. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I made it. Uh, and then we went to Seattle. And Seattle, you know, it was. it's interesting up there because it's like here, but it's a lot colder up there right now. Okay. So sitting outside was not fun. Although you just missed it. It was that cold last week here. Oh, was it? Nighttime was getting to like 25, 30. Yeah. Because so, I mean, the, it wasn't like the daytime high was still 40, 50, but it was cold last week. Because daytime, I mean, even daytime, I was sitting outside at Rubens and I was like, man, you guys are lucky. I love this beer because oh. I am freezing. Oh, dude, it, it was cold. Trust me. We we went out, me and my roommate and some friends went to a park on Saturday. Mm -hmm. We were there for like 20 minutes. It Oof. was like, we can't do this. It was freezing. Yeah. So I drank a couple beers at Rubens and then I stopped by Stoop, which is right around the corner. There's like five breweries in that spot right there. Cool. There is. I love little pods like that. Yeah. There's Rubens, Stoop, Urban, Farmly, Urban Family, some place called Obeck that I had never heard of. And then I think the Great Notion is not too far away from there. But this is like four breweries in two blocks. Mm. And it's like a neighborhood. Okay. So it's really cool. It's really funky. So if you ever move to Seattle, you're moving to that neighborhood. Yeah, in the Ballard neighborhood. Well, I've lived in the Ballard neighborhood before. That place oh, is great. Okay. Yeah. Fancy Patrick yeah. over here. Um, and then I started, so I picked up some to-go beer from Stoop, picked up to-go beer from Rubens, picked up some to-go beer from Cloudburst, um, got a dry hop Pilsner from uh, Stoop that I liked, and a West Coast, felt like Simcoe kind of forward IPA from Stoop. And then uh, a four pack of uh, an experiment, new experimental hop talus um, from Cloudburst. <clears throat> and then I uh, spent a day where I drove up to Bellingham because Bellingham's only an hour and a half away. And they have some good breweries out here, too. I only went to one. Okay. There's only one that I needed to go to. And I sat there for a couple hours and had some beers and you enjoyed yourself. Read a book and got scared some... by the train that drove by, and then I drove back to Seattle. Uh, you had some light loggers. I had some light loggers. Uh, Patrick, of course, is talking about chucking up brewing. I, I went to the holy source that is chucking up, <laughs> and it was it was it was raining so hard that I did not even take a picture of anything because I was just trying to get from place to place. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but I brought a, I bought a T-shirt, I bought a beer for the messenger. And I bought a Pilsner glass. Cool. To drink in my house. Very cool. Their beer's excellent. I had an Asian lager. I imagine even on tap, it's even better. I had an Asian lager that was fantastic. Mm. It was absolutely phenomenal. Mm. It was great. And then I had their Vienna. Of course you did. And I was like, I have to drive. This sucks. <laughs> How much beer can I buy to go? And then you went to Port Angeles. No, no. then you went to San Juan Islands. Then I went to the San Juan Islands. Um, and. Uh, if you are really interested in the craziest part of my San Juan Islands trip, you should listen to the Hot Corner podcast from last night, where I will tell you about how I waited in line for a ferry for two hours. That was two hours late, but caught the end of Game Four of the World Series. Mm -hmm. Another part of like I had to drive somewhere because I needed to watch the game. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but I stopped at San Juan Brewing Company uh, on, the, on the island today. in Friday Harbor. It's it's just a cool little spot. It's you know, I think their beer is pretty, pretty solid. I think the food is good. I had good service. Um, the place is kind of fun. And I, it's just one of those, I don't really know if it's good or not. I just like going there. Yeah, it's like just like a happy place. Yeah, it's just like a happy place. Yeah. Oh, man. But I also drank at Lowercase Brewing. My friends at Lowercase Brewing, which is down in Georgetown kind of area, like just south of the stadiums. So they do Seattle a lot again. of lagers. Yeah, they do a lot of lagers. And uh, they sent me home with a flat of beer <clears throat> that I'm going to drink through. 
And you're very excited about it. I'm very excited. It's a New England-style lager, a wit beer, an Italian pilsner, an American lager, and there's one more that I can't think Ooh. of. Speaking of Italian pilsners, if you see it, try Cold Fire's Italian pilsner. Cold Fire, huh? I had it two weeks ago. That brewery is climbing and climbing and climbing. That beer was quite good. All right. Is it climbing and climbing and climbing? Yeah. Why do you say it like that? Uh, just because I haven't really had their beer. Mm. So I don't really know, but everybody's like, beer's pretty good. It was a good Italian pilsner. I've been hit or miss with those. Like I haven't yeah. loved every single one mm-hmm. I've had. I like that one. Just was a reminder. So I've been gone for two weeks, and I forget like all these breweries. I'm like, drink that and drink the McMinnville Harvest Lager from Heater on. Ah, my arm. Okay. <laughs> ah. Pull it harder. Ah. <laughs> um, then I went to Port Angeles. and um, I can't imagine there's a lot of beer in Port Angeles. Uh, there was a brewery uh, that I went to watch uh, Monday Night Football this time. I did not. There was not a baseball game on. It was the off day. Uh, <clears throat> and yeah. Beer was pretty meh. And so then I left Port Angeles and went to Forks because I wanted to... The home of Twilight. <laughs> That's what everybody says to me. I've never seen these movies or read these books. I have no idea. They are based in Forks, Washington. But it's because also... Because it never stops raining there. It is the wettest place in the entire state, apparently. But uh, but there was a, there's a great entrance into the Olympic National Forest there, which is what I wanted to check out. Your pictures look pretty cool from there. <clears throat> yeah, the Olympics were fun. The Olympics Olympics in Idaho were my favorite in terms of outdoor beauty. Good book ending parts of the trip. Though. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's hilarious is, as I could not find a bar or restaurant in Forks that had a television where I could also drink alcohol. <laughs> there was a bowling alley in Forks that I walked in. I was like creeping from the outside and looked and saw like... Probably two-year-old IPAs in bottles in a cooler, and I was like, "Well, there's beer." <laughs> I looked over and saw the baseball game. I was like, well, "There's baseball." All right, this can't be that bad. Opened the door, took one smell, was like, "Nope." <laughs> <clears throat> Turned around and walked out instantly. I even had a mask on and was like, "Nope, I am out of here." <laughs> so to watch the baseball game, I drove back to that said brewery in Port Angeles, in Port Angeles, and watched the baseball game before I went home. And now I'm back. All right. Well, that was a very exciting week in beer for one Patrick Harris. Yeah, it was, it was, it got. What was your favorite brewery total? Was it the Iron Goat out of all the places you went? Um, I think it, I, I don't think it's fair to say Chuck and Nut. Okay. Because sure. I think. Favorite new brewery. Favorite new brewery, definitely Iron Goat. Okay. That, cool. that was the spot. Um, I really liked, what am I trying to say? I don't know. You're the one speaking. I really liked Whistle Punk. Also Spokane. Like, at the brewery was really cool. It's it's kind of, like, bougie almost. It's all wood, and it's kind of, like, sunken down in an alleyway. Those two things don't sound bougie at all. <clears throat> all well, wood guess, and sunken. <laughs> well, I guess, it, I guess more like it a sounds little, like an old wooden ship. No, no, it's more like speakeasy-ish. Okay. Well, with a name like Whistle Punk, I kind of like imagine loungy sort it of would thing. be something like that. A yeah, bit, it right? was, that was a really cool like spot. Like a little like steampunk, but a little like, yeah, that's kind of yeah. how I pictured it. I, I enjoyed that. Oh, I yeah. liked that a lot. But cool. I would say, yeah, number one overall, I really enjoyed Iron Goat. Cool. And chucking up for the old reliable, of course. Yeah, of old course. trusty. All right. There's Patrick speaking beer and our topic of the episode. I forgot to mention that I also drank at Chuck's Hop Shop. I'd never been there before. Mm. Just a famous beer bar in Seattle. Cool. Cool. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. All right, cool. There's a lot of beer there. I would imagine. A lot of beer for sale there. 
like 24 taps, something crazy like that. Wow. And I was looking through. I did not need to buy any beer because I just left Rubens. And uh, but I like did a little quick once through, like kind of look over at stuff, and there's a lot of beer. Mm. A lot of beer. All right. Well, let's get to the terrifying but maybe good beer of the week here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Beer of the week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Patrick looks very, very, very upset. Slash curious? I'm not upset. I'm not upset. Not How yet. can I be upset? Not yet. I'm hanging out with you. We're drinking beer. We're talking about beer. We haven't tasted it yet. That's why you're not upset. I ain't got a job. Like, life's chill, man. <laughs> All right, so... What on earth do I have to be upset about? The beer that we have in front of us is apparently the most popular style of beer in Montana. Not just the most popular style in Montana, but this is the Montana beer. This one right here? Like, this is what every single place I went, every grocery store, every plaid pantry, every gas station, every person I talk to, this is their jam. This is their beer. Well, I imagine it's cold in the winter there. Sure. And it, it snowed when I was in, when I was in Whitefish at Glacier. Um, so this is a beer to warm your soul. And I don't know. Warm your Get soul. Get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I mean, it's only six point five. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wow. Really? I expected it to be more. This was also canned on nine three. Although I don't think this style relies on timing no. of canning as much. So, uh, this is also Kettle House Brewing. This is Cold Smoke. Cold Smoke Scotch Ale, which is a Scotch Ale. It says simply contents beer. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, this says on the side, instead of what do the other ones say, Chris, oh, it's right in front of me, uh, juicy, citrusy, and dry hopped. This is smooth, roasty, and robust finish. Well, look at the little top part, too, because I noticed that, because you were really worried about the name. Mm-hmm. Brewed and canned by Kettle House Brewing in Bonner, Montana, cold smoke, light, bottomless powder craved by skiers and boarders. What? Maybe that's what cold smoke is, because you were worried about this being, like, smoky. Oh, I was like, I mean, I don't, I don't ski or, oh, so I don't ski or snowboard. Yeah, I'm not a winter sport guy. Either. But maybe that's that's what, the name of the that's snow. what cold smoke is. Yeah, because there is a skier on there. Yes, that is true. But I talked with people, and I was like, how? So tell me about this cold smoke. People are like, oh, cold smoke. Yeah, everybody loves that beer. I'm like, a Scotch ale. Like you couldn't sell a Scotch ale if your life depended on it in Portland. And they looked at me very confused. Mm. They were like, really? Nobody likes scotch ales? And I was like, no. Like, not at all. Like, what's wrong with you people? Did you Did, say it like that? No, because I was being polite and friendly. Plus, but sometimes fr- polite and friendly, you still get that, like, extra, like, no. Right, but I was also afraid that I was going to get judged for wearing a mask and stuff like that. So I was just very nice to people. Mm-hmm. And You were definitely judged for wearing a mask. <laughs> oh, definitely. Especially in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sleep on Northwest Washington either. Okay. There's a lot of crazy going on up there. <laughs> Um, and so I just looked at them. And I said, you couldn't, you couldn't sell this style if your life depended on it in Portland. And they were so confused by that because it seems so straightforward that who doesn't want a scotch ale? Me. I don't. <laughs> Most people in this market. Most people in this market don't at all. Yeah. 
It's like maybe the last style someone would ask for. And then I asked, and then I asked my buddy who's from Seattle. We went to Wazoo together. He lives in uh, Columbia Falls, which is right outside of Kalispell. And I was like, dude, what's the deal with Cold Smoke? He was like, Cold Smoke? I love that beer. I love that beer. Every time we go to the mountain, throw a couple of those in my in my jacket. Whoa, nice day. I was like, no. <laughs> like, no. I'd rather slam six Rainiers. So I haven't had a Scotch Ale since I moved here. I first went to Thirsty Lion, which is one of my favorite, like, go out for a quick Saturday night, bite to eat, or hell, Tuesday night, whatever. Down by Washington Square. That's the one I, I would go to. And they would have the fearless, fearless Scotch ale, right? That's I don't even know where fearless, fearless is. Fearless but... is a brewery that is no longer okay. But they had the Scotch ale from there, and this was when I first moved here. So I was looking at the malt section, and I was looking for those kind of beers. It was good, right? I enjoyed it. I tried it along with the porters and the stouts and the reds and the ambers because that mm. was where I was sticking when I first moved here. I haven't had a Scotch ale since then, nor have I seen a Scotch ale since then. To be completely <laughs> honest with you, because nobody wants to drink it. Um. This is the, I, I just typed this into Google and craftbeer.com describes a Scotch ale as overwhelmingly malty with a rich and dominant sweet malt flavor and aroma. A caramel character is often part of the profile. Some examples feature a light smoked peat flavor. This style could be considered the Scottish version of an English style barley wine. Now, if you listen to this podcast and you know me, you know that I am all about barley wines. Yeah, it's like your favorite style. It's you the can't go-to. get enough. I can't get enough of you it. You love thirteen percent super sweet beers. That's yeah, what you dude, love. It's it's my jam. Yeah, um, he's lying. This style is 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 tough on me. Um, so it's only six point five. So you don't That's have to be great. worried too much about the That's strength great, of it. Because I'm always worried. Most Scotch ales that I've seen, I remember my early days at Breakside. They they made a Scotch ale every once in a while, and it uh, we served it in ten ounce glasses because mm-hmm. it was like eight point five. Right. So take a sip, take a smell. This style is up my alley because it's malt forward. Now my palate has changed quite a bit. I've become more a uh, hop dominant. I prefer IPAs. I love the the crispy boy stuff, but I'll still every once in a while go back to my roots. Mm-hmm. And I mean, my my favorite <clears throat> style is still a barrel aged stout. I will pick that first every time. Right. Um, but I've stopped kind of going after porters and reds as much as I used to, just because I've I've grown to really like the hops. Uh, and and the pails and stuff like that. Uh, this is good. This is a good beer. I I took the <clears throat> sip and I was like, all right, I like the malt body. It's got a good body. It's a little bit too sweet at the back end, but I know that's part of this style is to be sweet and caramely, which is it is at the back end of the sip. I like it. I like it. I like it too. <laughs> I think this beer works. <laughs> You hypocrite. <laughs> Nobody wants to drink this, but this beer's really good. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say, man. This this beer, I did not... Uh... You know what I like about it? I like that there's depth. I always... This is my favorite thing about beer is when there's depth of flavor. It starts off roasty, and it kind of... Do- it's, well, it starts off immediately malty. And then the mid palate, it's got a good body to it. It's roasty, and then comes the caramel, yeah. and then comes the sweetness, and it kind of balances out because it is very dry and roasty, and then it gets sweet, so it balances it. And you know what we always say? It makes you want to go back for another sip because you got the sweetness. You're like, well, I need to balance that out with the roastiness. <clears throat> yeah, and it keeps the loop going. It's a good beer. It is a good beer. How about that? How about How that? about that? Because you didn't try this when you were there, right? Yeah. No, I didn't. I waited. Yeah, this was the I, first. Because I was so blown away. I finally went there, and I was like, I even asked the bartender there. I said, so tell me about this cold smoke. They were like, it's our number one selling beer. 
I was like, are you bleeping kidding me? He was like, why? No, I'm not kidding you. And he just looked at me so strange. <laughs> and <clears throat> so I was like, well. I like this beer. I was I like, like I bought, I bought the variety pack. I love lamb. <laughs> I bought the variety pack because I didn't want a six pack of this. Mm-hmm. It was a fear for my life. And now I wish I would have got the six pack. Because it's good. Because it's good. Although the other one you got in the variety pack is a little scary. It's a coffee cold smoke. <laughs> Which I definitely don't want. I don't want I that I definitely either. don't want that. I don't want that either. I don't care how good this is. I definitely don't want that. So feel free to DM us on Instagram at beers on us. Uh, if you want these coffee cold smokes, they're yours. You only have one, right? No, I have two. Oh. It's a variety pack. Came with two of each. Ah. This is the variety pack. Two, two 16 ounces of this Northwest India Pale Ale. Which is old. Two 16 ounces of a different India Pale Ale. Which is now terrifying to you. Two 16 ounces of cold smoke. Which you're very happy about. And two 16 ounces of coffee cold smoke. Which might be the half, most terrifying half thing. Half the variety pack is a scotch <laughs> ale. <laughs> this is what I cannot get, get through. I cannot explain this enough to get people to understand how ridiculous and uncommon in my world this is. Like, my brain hurts. I think for most listeners of this podcast, it's uncommon. It just doesn't make any sense. Nobody makes scotch ales here. Nobody. And I mean nobody. <laughs> but this is good. Nobody knows the Mon- trouble I've seen. Montana knows. <laughs> it's a good beer. Yeah. And your buddy was right. I'm, I'm glad that I waited to try it. Um, I still am not taking this to the mountain with me, but I understand why one would. Well, it's warming. Yeah. It's uh, It's dark. It's not gonna. It's gonna make you feel better when you're cold out in the snow. Yeah. Again, I'm not a winter sport guy. I, in fact, I'm. I hate it. But uh, I would never go to a mountain and ski in my life. I. I did it once and I cried miserably as a kid. And I. No, not me. I just spend too much money on summer sports, like water sports, like beer? like rafting and stuff. Ah. Uh, well, no, like well, I mean, this year's a different exception, but. Uh, so I just never got into it. So I, you know, I don't want to have to like buy skis and a board or poles or. Also, I don't want to get lost and die. So, uh, anyway, um, <laughs> this is a great beer. This is the Cold Smoke from Kettle House. It's a good beer. Brewing Company. I was going to say Beer Works. Kettle House Brewing Company, which is in Bonner, Montana, apparently. And, but uh, they had a tap room in Missoula, so I went to Missoula. Gotcha, gotcha. So, it's from their original, I guess, is in Bonner. I don't know where that is. And uh, very good. If you want to try a Scotch Hill, go to Montana. Because this is not going to be here. <laughs> I was going to say, go find it. You can't find it. Unless you want the coffee. I've got two of them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Because Patrick's drinking the other one of this because yeah. he likes it. To the, no, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah, okay. We'll see. Um, I might drink it with a buddy and see what he thinks. He'll probably, it's a good beer. Yeah. There's no off flavors. There's nothing wrong with it. It's not too sweet. It's a li- I mean, maybe a little bit at the back end, but that's the style. I was also really surprised when I opened up that variety box, and they were all 16-ounce cans. I didn't know that until today when I put them <laughs> in the fridge. I opened the thing up, and I was like, these are 16-ounce cans? Man. Was that a negative reaction? It was a surprised reaction. <laughs> I was like, who's putting... And then I found the coffee scotch ale in 16-ounce cans. Who does that? Montana does that. That's the breakfast beer. <laughs> All right, that's good. That's do. the early tea time in the in the, in the in the in the in the early spring when it's still real brisk in the air. That's gonna do it for us today on the podcast. Patrick's <laughs> week in beer. The sabbatical be is back. over. The sabbatical is over. Uh, we said when he would be back. We're gonna be doing a little bit more on location stuff as allowed. Although the numbers are spiking a little bit, so we're gonna have to be cautious and yeah. be aware of what's happening. But. Um, we at least wanted to go tackle some of the places we had put off since pre-COVID. 
uh, also before the weather gets bad and it's going to be harder to do that kind of stuff. We're right. kind of on that border already anyway because Halloween's Saturday and that's always when winter starts, basically. So uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Uh, the messenger messaged us uh, about a possible... The gift that keeps on giving. About a possible episode that we'll be doing in the near-ish future. So we'll, uh, we'll pursue that a little bit as well. But uh, we're both in town. Uh, well, we're both here. I'm not going anywhere. So I got to go find a job. Uh, that you do. That you do. <laughs> Thursdays at around four, as long as I don't forget to post it on time like I did last week. Whoops. Um, you can find this podcast every single week. Thank you guys for listening. Instagram.com slash beers on us. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, review, and download. It helps. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. God door says. Go Scotchies. No. <laughs>